Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Good people, Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of Own Your Mark. Man, I am so glad to be coming to you guys today as we are um, continuing in this discussion on contending for your joy. It is a battle that we must fight, and, and it is a worthy battle that we must fight to really maintain, grow, contend for, fight for, and walk in the joy that God intends for us to walk in, to walk in that joy that Jesus secured for us on Calvary. And I want to get into it, man. I want to talk about it. We've been uh, really diving into this uh, series on contending for your joy. We started out talking about the fact that joy is uh, not a feeling, but a decision. Make up your mind to have joy. Fight for that. We talked last time about the fact that it's not rooted in the situational circumstances, but it's rooted in some truths. We talked about that in depth. And if you guys hadn't had a chance, there's a few podcasts leading up to this one talking about contending for your joy. Certainly want to recommend them to you. I think it'd be great to go back and listen to them uh, as you build up to this particular uh, message on contending for your joy, because I think it'll be a blessing for you. Today, we're going to jump in uh, a little bit uh, deeper in the fact that uh, you got to fight for it. It's not something that is easily uh, obtained. It's not something that just comes simple and easy. You are going to have to actually put some things in place, take some steps to actually fight for your joy, set up some structures to make sure that you have joy, put up some uh, some filters, if you will, uh, about having some joy. There, there was, um, um, I'm drawing a blank on it. I forget. It may have been, um, it may have been Steve Covey's uh, Seven Habits of, of Highly Ineffective, oh, excuse me, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I believe it was in there when where he talked about um, setting up uh, a, a screen door policy. Uh, in, in other words, the idea is a lot of people say, oh, I just have an open door policy. Well, if you have an open door policy, anything can get in. I mean, anything can get in. And if anything can get in, anything will get in. So you have to be careful about how much access other has to you. Now, now I said it that way on purpose. I'm not saying other people. I'm saying how much access other has to you. We have to be careful and we have to make sure that we have we're we're even I'm, I'm gonna say it like I want to. We gotta be careful we're even entertaining the right stuff. There's some stuff that don't even require my time. There are some things that I don't even need to take a second look at. There are some things that I don't need to dive in deeper on. There are some things that I don't need to double click on. There are some stuff that does not require my attention. So rather than just having an open door life policy, rather than just having it, you know, whatever come out, whatever, just whatever, uh, rather than just having that, maybe we we right off the bat set up some, some parameters, some structures, some kind of filters to where certain things don't even get in. And I'm telling you this idea of contending for your joy, we're going to have to be, we're going to have to be careful about that to make sure that some things we don't even let in. And then, and then after we set those structures up, now we get, um, we get detailed and we get meticulous about where we're going to spend our energy. We have to, in contending for our joy, we have to choose our battles wisely. we got to choose the right ones. Again, everything doesn't require my attention. Some stuff don't even get past the door. And then there are some things that manage to get past the screening, that manage to get through the filters. Now I got to sit down and look at it and say, okay, 
Is this worthy of my attention? Is this something I need to be placing my attention on? Now, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm not going to get deep into it on this podcast, but a lot of that will go back to your planning, your preparation, your prayer, um, your direction from God. You you already have your those things lined up. So if it doesn't match up with that, then that's not even something I need to be bothered about because there are going to be things popping up all the time. There are going to be stuff coming up all the time, but I don't need to readjust what I'm doing for the Lord because some new thing has popped up when that's not what he's called me to. Somebody handle that. God is strong enough. He got more than just me. We got to be careful and make sure that we're choosing the right battles. We can't just set things on autopilot. I want to dis dispel a myth right here because we hear this whole idea of autopilot. We've all been on the airplane and or we've seen it on movies where, you know, once the pilot uh, takes off and gets the plane leveled out and everything is smooth and you're in smooth air. They turn on what they call autopilot. They flip the button and, and the plane just kind of holds right there where it is, man. Autopilot. Uh, another way of thinking of it is, is when you're driving on, on the highway and, and you got a long stretch of road and there's not a lot of cars around and it's, it's real smooth and the highways are smooth and all that. You can flip your car on, uh, on cruise control. And the thing that I want to say about autopilot is, first and foremost, there's really no such thing. There's really no such thing. While, while we say autopilot, we tend to think that means that it's going on its own, that it's just by itself, auto. It's, it's on. No, no, no. There are whatever I flip on, whatever the button, that thing is what's actually governing what happens. But here's what we got to understand. Nothing can stay on autopilot too long. Your cruise can't stay on cruise control too long. Soon as you will come up uh, up on somebody, as soon as you get close to somebody, or as soon as the plane hit a certain stretch of air or hit some turbulence, now all of a sudden you got to get back in there. And you got to make sure you get things straight. Now, the issue with that is if you hadn't been paying attention, if you hadn't been taking care of things, sometimes you never had to have that issue in the first place. And really all I'm trying to get us to understand is we're not going to be able to just expect that we can just meander through life, go willy nilly, take things as they come, allow things to happen as they happen, whatever it is, it is. And, and, and then just think that we're going to be able to have joy. No, it's not an autopilot type thing. I, we, we say this all the time. Nothing great happens on accident. And I truly believe that joy is one of the greatest gifts that God has given us. Joy is one of the greatest gifts that Jesus secured for us on the cross. And if we're going to walk in it, it's not going to be accidentally. It's not going to just be by happenstance. It's not going to be based on situations and circumstances. It's not going to be because we stumble into it. We're going to have to be intentional about fighting for our joy, setting up the right structure, setting up the right filter, setting up the right screens, putting the right things in place to make sure that we walk in joy. And when something comes to attack that joy, we relentlessly battle against it but we got to choose those battles wisely the, the reason i said we got to choose those battles wisely is I'm, I'm gonna be honest sometimes we're fighting battles that are not ours we're fighting things that were never we were never intended to fight we're, we're dealing with stuff that we were never intended to deal with and when we lose the battle for our joy and fight battles we have no business doing, we actually forfeit our joy by walking away from it. We've walked away from the battle that we need to be fighting and we've ran into something and now we've gotten caught unawares on the backside. Uh, you, you see this all the time on, on the animal uh, planet, on, on the animal channels and, and things of that nature where um, the, the lions are uh, or, or somebody is hunting and Everybody is protecting the calf or the wildebeest are trying to protect the calf and the lions will do something to distract them. 
and they'll run off in one direction when really the battle, if you just, if everybody just stay here in the circle, if we just surround the, if we stay right here, this is the battle that we need to fight. But when we get spooked or when we see something to the left or we see something to the right and we run off to fight that, now we've left our joy unprotected. What what, what am I talking about? Let, let, let me, let me, let me see if I can be a little bit more specific here. Uh, you left the house with joy. And and then somebody pulled out in front of you. You 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 left you left the house with joy. And then when you got to the job, you you were uh, you were given some news about some corporate thing that they passed down the ladder. You you left the house with joy. But then as you were going, you got a phone call from somebody with some different news. Now now you you know you have to fight for your joy. But 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 let me let me run away from my joy for just one second. Let, let me leave this unattended for a second because I got to deal with this person who just pulled out in front of me. Who do they think they are? No, no, no. Let, let me let me walk away from this for a second because I got to deal with this nonsense that, that that's going on here on the job. Well, who do you think you No, No, man. Look, look, I, I just if I if I cuss them out, I'll feel better. Yeah, for the moment. Yeah, for the moment. And then when you turn around and look, you, 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 your joy has been demolished by the enemy. And what I'm trying to get us to understand, look, I don't know what that person got going on that pulled out in front of me. God bless them. They might have something going on. They might have just gotten some bad news. They might not be saved. They, 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 I have no idea what they're dealing with, but I don't need to fight that battle. That don't have anything to do with me. Praise God. He kept me from hitting them. I was able to slow down. Everything is good. Let me get back on track, heading to wherever I'm going with my joy intact. I know I don't, <laughs> I'm going to say, I, I ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. And way too often we find ourselves fighting battles that we have no business fighting and we leave our peace uh, unprotected. We leave our joy unprotected. We leave our well-being unprotected. We have to learn to choose our battles wisely. We need to learn to choose certain battles as it relates to our health wisely. We'll, we'll fight. We'll, we're fighting the wrong battles. We leave our health unsecured because we're over here fighting because I want this particular food and I want that particular sweet and I want that. Look, I'm not coming at you eating. I understand sometimes you want something good, but that can't be the norm. We have to choose the right battles. We have to choose wisely because if we don't choose wisely, what we're going to find out is the little bit of joy we extracted in the moment from cussing that person out, the little bit of joy we extracted in the moment from eating what we wanted to eat, the little bit of joy we extracted in the moment from turning from what God has called me to do to going off and doing my own thing is short-lived, which means it's not joy. It gave us a little happiness at that moment, but then it failed. And when I tried to get back to what was real joy, it's been attacked. It's been left undefended. We have to choose our battles wisely because the choices we make really speak to our joy. I want to utilize for today, if I could, this passage of scripture out of Second Corinthians, uh, excuse me, Second Chronicles uh, chapter uh, 20, verses 17 through 19. I'm going to read it to you, and I, and I want to show something to you that's really, really uh, potent and powerful, and I believe will be a blessing to your life, because we hear in the Christian church, and, and you, you hear this phrase thrown around a good bit, that the battle is not ours, it is the Lord. This battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. This battle is referring to uh, an encounter that uh, the king of Judah, uh, King Jehoshaphat, had with uh, a group of kings who who formed an alliance to come up against them. Now, Judah was much smaller than uh, those those kingdoms combined and, and quite frankly, um, may not have been able to stand toe to toe with one of them. Uh, but but they decided to join together against them. So he has these three kings coming 
against him and and he's outmatched he's outnumbered and and this is um what it says here in second chronicles uh, chapter 20 verse 15 through 17 and he said listen all you of judah and you inhabitants of jerusalem and you king jehoshaphat thus says the lord to you do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours but god's tomorrow go down against them they will surely come up by the ascent of ziv and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear and be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them for the Lord is with you. The prophet is speaking to the king and the people as he is explaining what's getting ready to go down. And, and the part here that I want you to hear and, and be mindful of is he tells them, the, the uh, man of God gives the word of God that is this. This battle is not yours. It is the Lord. This battle is not yours. It is the Lord. And we say that and we rehearse that and we speak that as Christians and in our churches. And I want to reiterate that it is absolutely true. This battle is not yours, but it's the Lord's. But that does not mean you won't have a battle. That does not mean you don't have other battles. That does not mean you don't have something to fight. It just so happens this particular fight is not yours. And the reason that that's so potent and so powerful is we'll fool around in everything that come our way. I'm going to give it to the Lord. This battle ain't mine. It's the Lord. Cast your cares on here. Don't uh, cast your cares on him. Don't you misunderstand me one minute. The Bible calls us to cast our cares on him. That is absolutely true. But when we start misappropriating it, we start casting things on him that we need to do something about. Come on, somebody. We start throwing stuff to Jesus and we got Jesus throwing stuff back to us. I didn't got to meddling and that wasn't my intention, but I'm here now. We'll fool around and know there's something not right in us. And we'll say stuff like, well, I did, you know, I'm just going to cast it over to the Lord. The Lord, no, he'll take it. This battle ain't mine. He said, no, you got to do something different. You have to change something. The word of the Lord from the man of the Lord to the king set up by the Lord is this battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. But that doesn't mean you don't have battles that you have to fight. The point is you have to choose your battles wisely. If you fool around and go out there and try to fight and win battles that belong to God, you're going to get in God's way and you're going to lose and you're going to delay what he's trying to do. So if you let him fight his battles and you do what he's called you to do, then all of a sudden, You'll be able to win your battles while he's winning his battles, maintain your joy, walk into all the blessings he has for you, and everything comes together. So we have to choose our battles wisely. Well, how then do we choose our battles? Don't choose the ones that belong to God. Choose the ones that belong to you. That person who pulled out in front of you, that ain't your battle. That person who lied on you, who, you, who got your name out of the street, that's not your battle. That, that situation that happened over to the right or to the, those aren't your battles. Your battle is to stay in the place God called you. We say that, we say it like this at, at Unique Life Church. Your, your blessing is in the spot of obedience. Your battle is to stay in that spot. Your battle is to continue to go and do what God has called you to do. We have to understand that and rest assured you will have battles. 
They will come, but you have to be able to discern, is this mine or is this the Lord's? God, let me speak to, to, to married folk for a minute. Let me speak to married folk for a minute. Your husband is not your battle. That battle belongs to the Lord. Wives, husbands, your wife is not your battle. That battle belongs to the Lord. Then what is your battle? Husbands, your battle is to love her the way Christ loved the church. Wives, your battle is to respect him. Y'all's battle as a, a married couple is to represent. You're, you're not meant to change that. Per That's not a fight you can win. That battle belongs to the Lord. Give it to him. That's the one you cast to him. That's the one you give over to him. I can't, I can't no matter what I do, I can't seem like I can't make no difference because that's not your fight. Because that's not your fight. You got to have sense enough to know whether it's your fight or not. What's your weight class? That's not your weight limit. Uh-uh. That's Mike Tyson. You in the featherweight. You need to go down there. Let Jesus handle that. I'm telling you, man, we fool around and put ourselves in, in situations where we constantly get beaten and battered and bruised. And we're trying to figure out why we losing and you're losing because you were never meant to fight that fight. That's not yours. We have to choose our battles wisely. The battle, that battle, this battle, notice this battle is not yours. This one belongs to the Lord. We have to know which battle is ours and which battle is the Lord. So three quick things I'm going to give you, and I've really already given them to you. You got to know what's your fight. You got to know who's the fight, and you got to know why you fight. What you fight, who you fight, why you fight. What you fight. Let's let's get into it. What, what, what are you fighting for? What what what's your fight? What, what's the deal here? We have to choose because we'll fool around and we'll choose the wrong thing. And, and we got to we got to remember that that just because the, the, the battle, this particular battle belongs to God doesn't mean that I won't have battle. So I got to be careful and understand what is it exactly that I'm fighting. I, and 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 let me let me let me be very, very clear here. We got to stop fighting battles that don't have rewards at the end of them. What, what are we fighting? What are we fighting? Like, like what, what are we fighting for? What do we fight for? We got to be careful. We're not fighting battles that don't have reward. I, I gave I've already given several examples. But if, if you're cussing somebody out, there's no reward there. What you felt better for a minute. There's no real reward there. So, so we got to stop fighting battles where we're let, let me put it to you like this. When you fight a battle that not that does not belong to you, it does not matter if you win because you still lose. I'll say it again. When you fight a battle that does not belong to you, it does not matter if you win because you still lose. Prime example. Somebody pull out in front of you. You mad. You start road raging. I'm going to make this my battle. You pull up, you fighting, they feel some type of way. Now they going back and forth. Now all of a sudden you in an altercation, something happens that shouldn't happen. God forbid somebody die or, or, or even, even less than that. There's an altercation. Now you in jail. Maybe you beat the person up. You won that battle, but now you in jail. What about your kids? What about your, your spouse? What about your job? What about your reputation? What about all the things you lose because you won a battle you had no business fighting. When we fight the wrong battles, even when we win, we lose. So, so we got to understand what is the fight. We have to make sure that we're choosing the right one. We got to make sure that we stay focused. And, and when we fool around and fight the wrong battle, now the battle we should be fighting, since we're not fighting, we lose by forfeit. 
We, we lose that joy because we didn't fight to maintain the joy because I, I ain't nobody finna be disrespecting me. I ain't no punk. I bet ain't nobody gonna be stuck. Come on, man. Now you gotta, now you gotta spend years in jail be because, because you gotta fight a battle that doesn't belong to you. We gotta be smarter. We have to be smarter about what we fight and what we're fighting for and choosing our battle. So we gotta know what we fight. The, the, the scripture to get back to, to the word, the scripture is saying you, you need to understand here what you're fighting. This battle is not yours. Well, well then, if if this battle is not mine, then 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 what is my battle? Let me read it. Let me read it because I want you to see it. And he said, "Listen, all of Judah, you inhabitants of Ju you you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord: Do not be afraid or dismayed because of this great multitude, for this battle is not yours; it belongs to God. What? Wait, what? Wait a minute. There's we're outnumbered. There's a huge army coming against me. You telling me that that that's not my battle? Correct. That's not your battle. The Lord. So so what am I doing? What am I? What's what's my fight? To trust God. You, you, what you got to battle is to stay where He told you to stay. What you have to battle is to do what He's called you to do. What your battle is to to continue to move as he's called. And and that leads me to the second thing. What is your battle? What what is the fight? And then second, who is the fight? Because I'm going to be honest with you, the fight is not the stuff out there. The fight is the you inside here. The fight is the you in you. Who are you who are you fighting? You. You are your battle. You're what you're going to have to contend against. You're what you're going to have to fight against. You're going to have to fight to maintain your self-control. You're going to have to fight to stay in that spot of obedience. You're going to have to fight to not let some somebody who said something disrespectful or something you heard out there or somebody pulling in front of you or some news on the job. You're going to have to fight to not let that run you off the spot. Fight. You. You're the battle. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that there's this huge army coming against me? We're already outnumbered and you just want me to march out to him mm -hmm. well i don't much feel like and i don't think it don't matter what you think that's the fight right there you got to fight you you don't think that this army is not sitting there thinking well wait a minute now we know we outnumber we can do the math we know how strong they are we can do the math we understand it and we still got to go yeah yeah you got to understand what god is getting ready to do here he's gonna fight this battle your battle is to trust him and go anyway come on somebody too many of us didn't go because we didn't understand which battle was ours. Too many of us didn't go because we looked at the giant and it was so much bigger than us that we decided that we couldn't handle it because we chose to fight the giant instead of choosing to obey God and hear that this one he going to handle. God got that big thing in front of us. We just got to have enough. Uh, we got to fight ourselves and not let ourselves talk ourselves out of the blessing go man so so what's the battle you got to choose wisely Wh what's the fight choose it wisely who is the fight who are we fighting against we gotta fight we're really battling internally we're battling against ourselves and then why what why is why is the fight and, and you know you know the truth is why is the fight is is so i can become stronger so i can become wiser so, so I can become more trusting. So my faith can be strengthened and emboldened so that the next time I got three, now six, now 12 kings that have, have conspired against me, that don't make me no never mind because I know that's not the battle I have to fight. The battle that I have to fight is to stay with God. 
The who I have to fight is myself to make sure I don't talk myself out of getting out of the spot of obedience and losing my, my blessing. Why I have to fight is because I see his hand. I see how awesome he is in, in my life and I need to be strengthened. I need to have, have, I need to build my trust. That's why I fight. You know the other reason you fight? You fight for stuff that's yours, man. Listen, listen, there are some battles that go on outside of my house that don't have nothing to do with me. But then when it fool around and find itself on the inside of the walls of my home. No, 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 no. This is my home. Mm, devil, you're a lie. You will not have my kids. Mm -mm, devil, you're a lie. You will not attack my wife. Mm -mm, devil, you're a lie. You will not. There, there's something. Wait a minute now. Now, now you, you've gotten, this is mine. God has given this to me. I am, God has ordained and given us joy. So one reason why you fight is because you're not going to just sit back and concede your joy. You're not going to just sit back and let that happen, but you got to understand the way you fight for the why is you understand the what, which battle is mine to fight? Which battle? Let me read this again. Cause I, I need you to see this tomorrow. Verse 16, uh, second Chronicles, second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 16 tomorrow go down against them. Ooh, they, they so much bigger, but, but that's, that's you. There's your fight. This battle, not yours, but your battle is to go down. Anyway, they will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz. And you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself. There it is again. There it is. Your battle is not to fight. Your battle is to position yourself. Oh, man, if I had a little bit more time. <laughs> Some of us so busy fighting the wrong battles that we find ourselves out of position. And when you play the wrong position, you're not where you need to be to receive what God has positioned for you in that position. Stay in position. That's another podcast for another day. Position yourself. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear. There it is again. Why, why do we fight? We're fighting to build ourselves up. Who do we fight? We fight ourselves so that we don't fool around and get fearful and change our mind about what God said. Stay in position. Do not fear. Do not be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them. Wait a minute. You just told me that I wouldn't have to fight. I know your battle is to go even though you don't understand how the going is going to go. Your battle is to go out against them even though you just heard me tell you you won't have to fight. And he says, for the Lord is with you. I need you to see what happens when we do it God's way. Now you can go back and, and finish re reading 2 Chronicles uh, chapter 20 and, and keep reading past verse 17. And what you'll find is by the time that God's army got there, by the time King Jehoshaphat got there, that army had turned on themselves. And because they were obedient to do what God called them to do. By the time they got there, the battle had already been taken care of. And all they had to do was to receive the blessings, to receive the plunder. And, and I believe the Bible said it took them some three days to gather all the benefits of honoring God and doing what God called them to do. And, and what I need us to understand is the battles that belong to God, he is more than capable, more than able to take care of his side, to handle his battles. He needs us to fight our battles, to contend for our battles, to take care of us, to be, to fight, to stay in the spot of obedience, to fight, to maintain our joy, to not talk ourselves out of the blessing because it looks a little fearful and it looks a little scared. We got to, our battle is internal. 
We're battling against us, the, the, the stuff that's pulling us. I, 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 know, I know the Bible says we battle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. And that's what I need us to understand. It's the powers and the principalities that's trying to convince us to do something different. That's our battle. Don't let the enemy change your mind. And why do we fight? Because God said it's ours. Because he said, I have victory because he declared that, that his joy, he, that, that I have my joy in him because he has offered me peace because he has laid down his life on my behalf. That's why I fight. I'm not going to let you keep me in a state of, of dis, dis, disray and, and dismay. I'm not going to allow you to keep me in a position where I don't have joy and I don't have peace. God has done all this for me. I will fight for it. that. Now you've crossed the line. Now you can do all that stuff out there. Those aren't my battles. God gonna take care of those. But now you've come, you've come into to now on, on my turf. The things that God has told me to fight for. And I'm not gonna let you have my joy. God paid too much for it. Not gonna let you have my peace. God paid too much for it. Not gonna let you come in and cause disarray in my family. God paid too much for it through his son, Jesus Christ. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose my battles wisely. The ones that are God's, the ones that belong to him, I'm going to let him fight them. But when it comes to the ones he's let, left in me and in my hands, then you better believe I'm going to stand toe to toe. Those I can win. I know I can win those. He'll help me with those. I can win those. I can't win his. I can win mine. I can, I can stay here even when I'm fearful, even when I'm unsure, even when I don't know how it's going to turn out. I can still put one foot in front of the other. It's called faith. I just move as I, as I can. I, I move as he directs. I move as he shows me. I get where he tells me. I stand where he positions me. Go down and position yourself. I'm going to do that. That's my battle. And then I'm going to sit back and watch God fight his battle on my behalf so that I still win. And now what I have to do because I stood where he told me to, because I positioned myself, is I see him win, I witness the victory, and I get to collect the plunder. I get to walk in the blessings and the bounty of the Lord fighting battles on my behalf. This battle is not yours. But it is the Lord. Contend for your joy. Know what you fight. Choose your battles wisely. Know who you fight. Take care of the internal battles inside of you so you can stay where God has called you to. And know why. God has already secured this for us. So I'm not going to let it fall. I'm going to fight for it. Set up structures. Set up filters. Set up uh, the, the screens so that nothing gets in that's not supposed to. And the stuff that gets in, I'm going to be discerning. Is this mine or is this yours, Lord? Okay, this is something outside of me that you're taking care of. Cool. What do you need me to do? You need me to stand right here? I'm going to stand right here. You need me to go over there? I'm going to go over there. You need me to close my mouth? I'm going to close my mouth. You need me to put my hand down? I'm going to put my hand down. You need me to stand up and worship? I'm going to stand up and worship. I'm going to fight inside my internal things that's keeping me from doing that to do just what you've called me to do because you paid too much for me not to walk in the joy that you secured for me. So I will contend for my joy. Man, listen, I hope something has been said That'll be a blessing to you. Uh, and I just pray, man, that we would certainly take these words, that we would heed these words and allow the, the joy of the Lord to be our strength and the joy of the Lord to hold us up and to gird us forward, understanding what battles are ours, what battles belong to him, give him his battles and stand firm against our own. Uh, and man, I just want to encourage your hearts. And listen, if something we're doing or saying is being a blessing to you, uh, let us know and let us know how we can continue to be a blessing to you. If the Lord has laying on your heart to support the ministry so we can continue to do these things, uh, then certainly go to our website, uniquelifechurch.org. Uh, there are options there for you if you so choose. Uh, but know that we are thinking about you. We are praying for you. And uh, man, I can't wait to get with you again next time.
time as we get on our mark. God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.